ceremonies aren't just, you know, satanic in nature. They then take the organs of the people they sacrifice and traffic them. I mean, it's it's all integrated. It's all part of this heinous kind of crime against humanity that's now institutionalized, right? And and as a matter of fact, there's 32 of those facilities all over China. There's 10 in Africa, and now there's two in British Columbia. There's in northern BC. They've opened them up because look, you've got a lot of native people who go missing all the time. A lot of other people, and as a matter of fact, we know, as I mentioned last time, that there was a ninth circle sacrificial ceremony on the night of July 23rd in Prince Rupert to kind of kick off their whole deal. You know, my dad was in the Korean War, and he said, because um, he's American, and as a young boy, he said, like, first thing you learn in a foxhole is everybody, when you're a new recruit, you want to fight without getting hurt. So you keep ducked down all the time because you don't want to get hurt. That's kind of like where where people are at now. But then you lose that and you realize to defend your buddies, to fight, to survive, you've got to fight and stop worrying about what's going to happen to you. That's how people can charge into into all this lead coming at you, is because they've overcome that fear of what might happen to me. And we've got to get to that point, and then we can start fighting. And once we do, their their system is is finished because we are the majority. We can stop it tomorrow if we had that courage and that unity. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have the great Kevin Annett coming back, and we're going to talk about what's really went down in Canada with the Pope visit to Canada. And he doesn't call him the Pope anymore. He calls him Caesar, and he'll talk about that. Also, we're talking about the organ trafficking and how it's tied, well, how China is behind so much of that. Everybody is, right? I mean, if you're going to be buying it and all your hospitals in your country are in on the take, then you're part of it too. It's kind of like saying that the the prostitute's at fault, if, even though all these people are buying her services. Well, I guess China is kind of the prostitute here and, and we're buying all the services, not just us, but all over the world. But there are facilities now in Canada, British Columbia. So there's two organ trafficking facilities and he's talking about how they harvest these organs while people are alive. He's going to talk about it and they keep them alive, kind of like a futuristic weird scene. It's really a sad situation that we find ourselves in. Something I I really don't want to support with my tax money and we're going to talk about that as well. But before we get into this, with inflation being uh, skyrocketing, I want to talk to you about the Govi gas tablets. I have talked about this on other shows, but I have not talked about my personal experience with it. I have went from 25.8 miles per gallon on average to 31.3 miles per gallon. This is just after one tablet. And as you use it more, you're supposed to get better miles per gallon. So I am going to periodically let you know what I get after my next tablet and so forth. But I am just excited about this because people are seeing amazing results. You're supposed to get up to 20% and I'm already bypassed what highway miles is. My car says that it's average is 31 highway miles and 24 on city miles. And it's supposed to get an average of, I don't know, 25 something. And that's about what I got. And now I'm getting above the highest city miles. So and that's just after one tablet. So I'm pretty excited at how much better it can get. But the other thing about Govi is it reduces emissions up to 85%. You know, we're talking about all this green crap and all their, their green initiative and they don't like fossil fuels. Well, hey guys, 
why aren't you doing something like this? Because this takes care of that in one swoop and uh, they're going to hate it. But it also deals with inflation. People need more money in their pocket and this will help people directly. If you want to help promote it, please help promote this because we're trying to get it out to as many people as possible. You can buy this for yourself and get these same savings at govi.com. So G-O-V-V-I.com slash goal slash help me save. You can also sign yourself up as a promoter as well. You can save a little bit of money and make a little bit of money promoting this. And we need to get this out as far and wide as possible with inflation going off the charts. Okay, last thing, go to my website, sarahwestall.com. Please share the stories that have meaning for you. Sign up for my newsletter. And let's get into this wonderful conversation, as always, with the great Kevin Annett. Hi, Kevin. Welcome back to the program. It's good to be back, sir. You have some stuff to report to us on what's actually going on with the Pope's visit to Canada, because we talked about it before. It's all over the media that he's there to apologize for their shenanigans with the, you know, residential schools. But what's really going on and what did you learn over the past uh, few days or weeks? Well, I mean, you know, even people who aren't aware of the nature of the Vatican as this blood-soaked institution, uh, they're asking a lot of questions about why is Canada spending $64 million to pay the richest corporation on the planet to come to Canada and pretend they're sorry about the crime that they stand by. So um, you know, the reality is that the, the, they had a big mass yesterday at the Centennial Coliseum in Edmonton. And it wasn't about a, a quote apology at all. It was about glorifying him. Um, and you know, that, that's a sign of, to some degree, how it's about, as we already know, politics, a deal he signed with China when he was in British Columbia, but it's also about his faltering position within the Vatican. He needs to distract from the fact that he's besieged in many ways by the Ratzinger faction, um, and by other forces at work. So it was personally, you know, a way for him to shore that up, but in a bigger sense, it was part of the whole crime that's ongoing. Um, and, and to give an example, two thirds of the time in, when he's in Canada, he's out West. He just finished out West. He's, he's back briefly for two days in Quebec, but, um, you know, that, that's really nothing to do with, uh, an apology. They've never really talked about it. They've, it's all been about, uh, fluff and distraction. Meanwhile, we know that the first thing he did when he got to Canada was he met in Prince Rupert with the Chinese and he underwrote. Chinese expansion and, and grabbing of the North American economy to, for three quarters of a trillion dollars. That was a, uh, an agreement they signed. And as a matter of fact, it's been even indicated that he he never even went to Edmonton. That was his double, um, that he stayed in China because of some other things we can get into, which are even more heinous, having to do with uh, the child, the uh, organ trafficking industry in China, the organ farming and, and harvesting, you know, uh, crime going on that, in fact, through their big pharma investors, the Vatican is deeply involved in. Okay, you had, you just said a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, first of all, <laughs> they uh, they underwrote a deal for a quarter, three quarters of a trillion dollars to take over the. When we talked about this last time, but now they underwrote it and solidified it, and we know that it's three quarters of a trillion dollars. It's a done deal. It happened. Um, the uh, he was there with Pietro Perlin, who's the Secretary of State, 
for the Vatican. He's been setting up this China link for a number of years. Um, and what they did, you see, every year, if you if you read about this, it's called um, this whole infrastructure initiative. China is buying up and building a road and railway and tunnel network all over the planet. And every year it costs them almost a trillion dollars. They wanted, they need a way to get the resources that they're pumping from Canada and all over the world into China and Central Asia. And they need a lot of money to do that with. And they don't have it. The Vatican Bank does because it, it uh, you know, it channels about three quarters of all the revenue and all the deposits in the world through itself. So, um, you know, it's got endless amounts of money. And um, and it's been, you know, doing it for that that financial reason. But as well, part of the thing that's been going on and, and there's a, we have a, some sources, including a former Knight of Malta guy, uh, who tells us that the uh, for a number of years, if you look in the news, you'll notice that uh, the Vatican sponsored a conference in Rome about uh, the organ trafficking black market. And. Guess who they invited? China, who are yeah. doing it, right? Yeah, so and well, we all are doing it, but they're they're really. No, but it was blatant. It, it was yes. blatant. It's it, when you're caught in a crime, you 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 sponsor an investigation into your own crime. That's what they did in Canada with the so-called Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Churches and government that did the residential yeah. school massacre investigated, right? Same thing with this, and it was a sign that China was doing everything possible to whitewash, uh, or the Vatican was doing everything possible to whitewash China about this, because through companies like Pfizer, GlaxoSmithKline, and others, um, Big Pharma has been working in the organ trafficking industry for many years with China. They go in and uh, uh, test the tissue samples of the people who are going to, you know, give up their organs. The way it works is they grab a lot of people, throw them to prison, and then harvest their organs. And we've learned that through this Night of Malta contact, we've learned that um, they don't kill people. They they anesthetize them and immobilize them. And because it, it, to take a live organ out, it's it, it's it's healthier than if you kill a person first, right? There's a chance that it can fail or whatever. Yeah. So they these kill are live them while people. they're taking the organ out. I mean, are they? Um, yeah, they they take they the organ out of a live donor. Yes, and they keep yeah. them alive. It's like these weird science fiction films where people are kind of warehoused and kept alive to be harvested. That's exactly what's going on. You mean they keep them alive? Like, let's say they, they take out alive. their liver, then they keep them alive until they're ready to take out a couple more organs, and they keep them alive until they just can't anymore. That's right. And and as a matter of fact, there's 32 of those facilities all over China. There's 10 in Africa, and now there's two in British Columbia. Oh, there's God. In northern BC, they've opened them up because, look, You've got a lot of native people that go missing all the time, a lot of other people. And as a matter of fact, we know, as I mentioned last time, that there was a ninth circle sacrificial ceremony on the night of July 23rd in Prince Rupert to kind of kick off their whole deal. There's going to be another one uh, tonight in the Marie Randemont Cathedral in Montreal, which we've described before. That's where the ninth circle operates out of. And that's where Bogolio is today. And he's got a special high level meeting with all the Jesuits in Montreal uh tonight as well so it's all connected but these ceremonies aren't just you know satanic in nature they then take the organs of the people they sacrifice and traffic them i mean it's it's all integrated it's all part of this heinous kind of crime against humanity that's now institutionalized right well and don't they also the sex crimes all related too because 
they they use them until they can't use them anymore because they're going to die from whatever they've abused them for so long and then they they do this whole organ thing to them right and don't forget like certain organs you can take out like a kidney it's easy to keep somebody alive you stick them on a dialysis machine they they work through the 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 body and take the organs out uh, that are the least harmful, and then right at the end when they want to kill them, then they take the heart or the liver or something, or the brain or the eyes or whatever. Actually, you can take eyes before they die as well. I'm sure they do that. But uh, the point is, it's being funded and directly supported by the Vatican. The Vatican is, is doing it themselves, and of course, they have a long history of doing it in their in their you know not just their residential school massacre, but the uh, they have a standing policy in many hospitals in America, Canada. Uh, it's called a baby for adoption protocol. So if you're a young Catholic girl and you get pregnant, the priest shows up right away and says, the child of the church will find a proper home for it. They even have special homes. There's one in Vancouver called the Maywood home where they, they incarcerate the girls and they start brainwashing them uh, saying, you've got it. You're not going to be a good mother. You know, you've got to give your child up to the church because they've got a, a, a quote every year. They have to fill to provide babies to adoption agencies, but also for their organs. That's the point. And um, it's going on as we speak, and all the hospitals are colluding with it. Now, how many of the children who are aborted, you know, like the, because um, they're, they're acting so weird with this abortion. So I don't believe it's just for women's rights. We know that, because um, they don't give a crap about women's rights. Um, so how many of those aborted babies are used for organs and for other purposes? Do you well, know? No, we don't have a figure, but I mean, it's all part, it, in a way, it, 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 you have to assume it's just all part of the same yeah. problem because, I mean, it, in the same crime, because, um, it, you know, the, the reason the Catholic Church is, quote, pro-life is they don't want to cut into the profit margins because they traffic babies all the time. And, um, you know, so it's not, you know, <laughs> it's just I do know, the yeah. same old rhetoric. Yeah. So, I mean... In response to all this, I don't know if, if you received this, but I sent out a, a letter this week to the Governor General of Canada called I Accuse. And uh, it, it really names all of this. It names the people involved. And it says, look, uh, under the law, this is another example why Canadians cannot be paying their taxes because $64 million of Canadian taxpayer money was just handed to the Vatican to do these crimes. And that's a crime under international law. You cannot fund genocidal war-making institutions, even if it's your own government. So it's actually helped us, you know, Sarah. A lot of this is waking people up. And then that effect is people are saying, okay, now I see what you're saying, but the criminal nature of the government, the church, the whole corporatocracy, right? Well, I had a, a guy, his name is uh, David Williams, and he's kind of a pain in my side, but he actually has said something to me that uh, I've respected and I've listened to. And he's, he, God, he gets so mad at me saying that, you are paying taxes and you are paying for these crimes and he's right. Right. And so I, I had to get myself out. At least I'm looking at it and I've already signed some things to get out. I'm not sure if I did all the right stuff, but you know, it's a, it's an ongoing process of making sure I stay safe and people stay safe and knowing what you're doing, but I can't, I can't morally find it. Just how can I fund something that does this kind of crime. Right. You know? Now, the Go thing ahead. is, we, that you're, that's right. That's the question. 
And we have to do more than just act as individuals. We find that when people withhold their taxes, the government often likes that because then they can make an example of you, right? They come That's down, they right. put a lien on your, they put a lien yeah. on your business or your bank account, and people say, "Oh, look what happened to Sarah. Let's not do it." Instead, what we do in the republic is we, in our assemblies, we pass a law. People in their community saying, "We are withholding federal tax money because it's being used for criminal purposes. We're going to keep it on our community." And then it's harder for them to fight because it's a decision democratically reached by a whole community, and that gives you more protection when you do that. So that's one of the things we urge now to people: say, like, start taking those actions. This this bloody visit by the Pope is proving exactly. And by the way, I don't. I'm not calling him the Pope anymore. A more accurate title for him is the emperor, because that's exactly what he is. He's, he uses the titles of the Roman emperor. He acts like one. The Vatican's neither a church nor a government. They're, a, they're, a, um, they're an empire, a corporate empire now working with China, right? Yeah, well, and then they also try to say they're, that they've replaced Christ, right? I mean, isn't that the, their that's model, too? Yeah. That's the, the, the Pope has, yeah. the, sorry, the emperor well, no, has... Go ahead. The emperor has two official titles, Vacari Christi, which means the one who replaces Christ, and um, Pontifex Maximus, which was the title of the Roman emperors, and it means the great bridge between heaven and earth. In other words, he's saying he's God. And, um, yes. you know, I, I contrast that with Jesus saying in the Bible when he says, why do you call me good? No one is good but God. Okay. But, but the, you know, the emperors of Rome say, no, we are God on earth. They say that everyone, you know, if you look back 200 years, they're all saying the same thing. We are Christ on earth. So no wonder they've got so many people deluded because, you know, they're, they're, it's this megalomaniac institution that gets away with crime because they think, well, they've got heaven on their side, right? That's right. And yeah. even Jesus didn't talk like that. So we, this is just incredible. But I, like I said, I think a lot of people are having this personal dilemma where they, they're worried because they do want to pay their taxes because they want to support their local schools. They want to support the police. They want to support things that are important in the community, but they sure the heck don't want to support this, you know? And so there's yeah. this, this, di there's this struggle that people are having and they want to make sure their schools have the money they need and all these things. I get all that. Right. So forget. go ahead. Well, all of that stuff you're mentioning is not paid with federal tax money. The federal tax money, whether it's in America or Canada or most countries, goes towards the military and maintaining the federal government and subsidizing these criminals. As a matter of fact, in America, you've got a thing, in over 100 other countries, you've got a thing called the Financial Concordat. It's a secret treaty signed between the U.S. government and the Vatican that channels about 2% of all the tax money right into the Vatican Bank without anyone's, anyone's knowledge. Did you ever vote on that? Did anyone ever no, give permission to that? Okay. Cr crazy. So, if you, so forget the federal government. Keep All the hospitals and schools and all of that stuff is paid for by county or state taxes. It has nothing to do with the feds. So, you know, you can, you can do all of the stuff you're saying to support your community, but just keep it in the community. Take back the money into the community, right? Well, that's where everything should stay. It should all stay. You know, maybe you, right. you support whatever, whatever action that you guys want to do together you make a de decision to do that but other than that it stays in the community right. and then think of how much more resources we'd have but yeah so people people want this i know people do and people are so frustrated they want they want this and it's not about getting out of taxes it's about doing what's right and right. and so that's why i love talking to you about this 
Okay, so now let's talk a little bit more about what they're planning to do with this three quarters of a trillion dollar deal that they put across. Well, like I say, they're um, they're funding not only the grabbing of, of resources in North America, but the setting up of the whole transportation network to allow it to get pumped over to, to Asia. Okay, so it used to be London, then it was New York. Now, you know, Beijing is where all roads lead. They're going to have a whole global network where everything is pumped into China. And that costs a lot to build, but they uh, it's called the Road and Belt Initiative. You can look it up on yeah. the, uh, search. And they're building roads all over the world. And two-thirds of the countries are involved in this, two-thirds of the nations of the world. And so that's a huge cost, and that's why the Vatican Bank is in there. Uh, now, that's connected as well, interestingly, to why Joe Biden is stepping down, probably, because um, Biden did two visits that both fell on their face. He went to Rome to try to convince Bergoglio and the Vatican Bank not to fund China. And he went to Saudi Arabia, you noticed, because yep. because about a month ago, the Saudi Saudis gave uh, agreed to start selling their oil to China in yuan, in the Chinese currency, not the American dollar. That's yep. going to screw, put the uh, nail in the coffin of the U.S. economy by him doing that. So Biden uh, couldn't deliver, and the Democrats realized they've got to get rid of this guy if they're going to win, um, you know, in the next election. Because, you know, don't forget all of the parties that are controlled by the big, big money boys and, and the banks and the banksters and the corporate heads, they all play both sides. They use political parties as hand puppets. And they're backing both horses in this race, okay? They're backing the old West you know, the old Western alliance around Europe and North America uh, and the new world order based in China and Asia. And so, um, they, you know, they'll see which politician is most effective in, in you know, and in, in, they don't want to see America go down the toilet right away. Right. They need America in place. It's, it's kind of a balancing act that everyone does politically. But the point is, is that they need the Vatican to fund it all. They need it because it's brainwashed over a billion people on Earth and more. And um, look what they get away with. I mean, this mass murder comes to Canada and they've got massive TV coverage and handed $64 million. I mean, it's it. But it is, like I say, waking a lot more people up to what they're part of. Right. Well, OK, well, the Vatican Bank has a lot of power, too. I mean, there's a lot of money going through that. But let's talk about uh, the. Um, Joe Biden, just for a quick second, Joe Biden is very compromised. So I have a hard time. I think he's just playing a role and he was, this was all going to happen anyways. And that's why China funded his, I mean, he was, his was a coup, right? It was a coup election in the United States. He didn't really win. And so he's not, he, maybe he's not performing and people in the United States hate him. That's why I think, um, I mean, I hate might be too strong of a word, but he is despised. So I think that's one of the main reasons they want to get rid of him. But he is highly compromised. And I think China has all that on him and everybody else. Go ahead. Well, the thing is, well, the thing is about elections is that there's never an honest election, especially since the 1980s when all computers, you know, the whole Nibel yeah. vote counting machine. You can't trust the results of any election. You just have to assume it's going to work for who's ever got the most bucks. I mean, that's the way elections always work. So, um and again, to get Americans hating each other, who does that serve? You always have to step back and say, who is it serving to have Democrats and Republicans tear each other apart? It's helping China, of course. Um, and, and so we always have to step back and look at not just one scale on the dragon, but the whole beast. 
And and that's what we try to do all the time with this, because, you know, as long as Americans keep fighting each other, Beijing is the, is, the, is going to profit from it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know why more Americans don't see that. Uh, I know. Probably because the, you know, the networks are so controlled. Yes, by, they are. By the corporatocracy, right? Okay, well then let's also talk about the fact that there's groups like the LaRouche organization who actually are pretty knowledgeable about things, but they're heavily supporting China. Are they a controlled opposition or are they just ignorant and think that this is the right way to go? I mean, I, don't I just know don't... Of, yeah, okay, I don't know enough of it specifically about them, I don't know, but it's like this. You don't operate in this world unless... Uh, if you get any kind of mainstream coverage, it's because you're not posing a threat to anybody or you're working for one faction. Because, I mean, you can't independently investigate these crimes and last very long. Every time we try anything publicly, our movement is shut down within a few days. We have to operate continually like a guerrilla army, you know, popping up here, popping yep. up there. Anybody who gets continual media coverage is somebody, some big boy is backing you, right? And there's a natural gravitation happening in the world towards China. Everyone knows that that's the horse to back now. They're the rising power. America is kind of like where England was after World War II. It's it's going down, right? It's yeah. got like 15% of the GDP now of the world when it had half back in the 60s. Um, you know, so I mean, then people start panicking and think, well, maybe we better back China, you know, because they're going to be nicer to us or something, right? Um, if we get on board now. But, you know, the point is that we have the numbers. It's just a matter of unity. It's a matter of, like we say to people, even arresting, okay, let's say we have arrested the Pope, which we didn't put a lot of focus on because we knew it was a double. I don't know if you know the actor, Jonathan Price. Yeah. Um, okay, he's a Welsh actor. He played uh, Bergoglio in a movie on the two Popes. He yeah. doubles for him. He doubles for him, actually. In Mexico City in, in the fall of 2016, he admits, yeah, I pretended to be the Pope. Well, he had a meeting with the Mexican bishops. So these they have doubles, and he's the one who's been operating. Um, and, you know, the, so it isn't so much, even if we had have said, okay, let's arrest this guy, what does that do? They put somebody else in. The system is still there. It doesn't stop the killings to arrest individuals. What does stop it is when you go after the whole institution. And we had that effect in Canada when only a few dozen of us started occupying churches on Sunday. Bang, they collapsed. They didn't want that. They didn't want to lose their money and their public image. That's where they're vulnerable. We've got to start occupying these churches. It's a convicted criminal body anyway. We have every right to go in and seize Catholic churches, take the money out of the collection plate, because it's going to be used for criminal purposes. You have that right under international and even domestic laws to stop crime in your neighborhood. So start in your local Catholic church, folks. If people started doing that, you'd have a lot more effect than talking about arresting one guy, right? Yes, you would. Okay, I just want to say quickly to, to my listeners, yeah. I wasn't uh, yeah. saying that LaRouche was, LaRouche was compromised. I'm just asking the question because I don't know who's, I, I just don't understand who's what and why people are supporting what they're very anti the Ukraine war, which is a really good thing, but there are groups out there that are really working hard for people to work with China because China's the, the good force in this world and the United States is this evil force. And I just don't think that's really the, the, the right uh, paradigm no. to look at. Right. No, I mean, this, that, go yeah, ahead. It's probably, it's probably China funding that whole argument um, don't forget, there was a thing that came out a while ago showing the Chinese Secret Service has over 2 million hackers. They are paid 
over 2 million people all over the world, including a lot of just ordinary Americans, are getting funds from China through dummy companies to hack and, and, and you know, kind of surf the Internet and put out pro-China propaganda everywhere. They have that whole, you know, it's like the Vatican does the same thing with all the little loyal papists all over the world that argue their line. I mean, so naturally, the whole consciousness of people is, is going along that line that there's something progressive about China and America's this evil thing. I mean, it's it. Who does it serve? That's always a question you have to ask. That's right. Who is that helping? Right. It's sure that doesn't help us. It doesn't help the United States by saying that we're not all that innocent, but at least we our constitution or the even though it's all there's all these messed up realities with it at least it's promoting freedom free speech that kind of stuff i know we have a whole bunch of problems but it has the right goals and i think that uh china's lack of free free anything i mean they're a bunch of slaves aren't they i mean well yeah and, they're they're from that's why they in the vatican they in the vatican are such natural allies because they all came from the idea of the emperor the emperor system his word is final. He's God, basically. And every, everybody else is slaves and they all obey. China, the Chinese Mandarin uh, Maoist system and the Vatican, they're mirror images of each other. That's why they're working together so well. Um, but the thing that America, the idea of America, governance, common law, you know, the Constitution, yep. no, no, man is, uh, no man is above the law, that idea, that is the biggest enemy to the China-Vatican alliance. And that's why they're stomping it out actively. Um, that's why anyone who starts not just talking about common law, but doing what we're doing, building local assemblies. That's why all five of our bank, of our republic assemblies on Vancouver Island on the West Coast got destroyed within two months. China and the RCMP getting in there and destroying it. They can't have that example of self-governance. So, you know, it's like what Abraham Lincoln said. If people knew the uh, activity of the Jesuits in this country, they would rise up in arms against the Catholic Church. You know, like they, these folks know from the beginning, John Adams uh, uh, the American Republic and the Church of Rome cannot coexist. Liberty and popery are opposed. I mean, the founding fathers knew this, right? But um, that's been lost, and they're doing everything possible to, for, uh, to have Americans forget the real heritage, which is not Democrats or Republicans. It's about the Republic, the thing higher than political parties yes. that we all have to fight for, right? Yes, and people just forget about that. And yep. let, let's talk about, you know, our, our history of having kings and royalty and stuff. That's not much different than what the Chinese has with empires, with emperors. But we've um, evolved past that to a certain extent when, when the Magna Carta came out and we started growing in a different direction. That's right. And America's the epitome of that. Uh, America was the first country in the world to live according to those principles. Um, the problem is, it's like everything has a shadow. I mean, America also had slavery at the same yeah. time that, you know, and and talking about when I when I go to visit my dad in Florida and I talk to people in the South, so many people still uphold that idea that there was something romantic about, in, you know, the lost cause of the South as if it was a great thing to enslave your fellow Americans. Right. Um, so, I mean, these there's there's good and bad in any system. But the point is, America is that example in the world of how people can govern themselves without kings, without popes. Um, and yet it's, 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 it's kind of a dream now that's got to have flesh put on it again. Because, and that's what we're trying to do in the Republic. And uh, next weekend, we're having a, a conference call with groups in nine countries of people working on 
common law republics as well. It's very exciting because even though all this bad stuff is happening, the opposite is forming over here, the kind of reaction against it. So people all over the world are coming up and believing the same thing, that we need to start governing ourselves without hierarchy, without kings over us, right? Um, and and that's that's encouraging. And, and things like this, this stupid papal visit, that's that's triggering it even more, that that kind of awakening up, right? Yeah, I think there's a mass awakening with uh, sovereignty and trying to figure out how to govern yourself. You know, I got to say with the Southern movement, there there's a lot more going on with that than the slavery. I think the people who are pro-Southern, although there might be some nutbags that like the whole slavery thing, but there was more behind that where the slavery was cover for um, being sovereign and that the North was actually trying to take away people's sovereign rights. And there's so there's a lot of details behind that, that. Oh, sure. Been, yeah, I get Go that. Ahead. As a matter of fact, a lot, of, a lot of my ancestors from Scotland moved to North Carolina and we have family ties down there. And I understand that, you see, it's kind of like this. The way I view the Civil War is you had all these poor Southerners fighting for the big plantation slave owners and all these poor Northerners fighting for the big industrial barons. Uh, who grew up after uh, the Civil War because of all the big industries, like the Carnegies and the Mellons and all those guys. All these ordinary Americans killing each other for big money guys on both sides. Well, you know, in fact, they should have just united. And you found that after the Civil War, former Confederate and Union officers would get together and they formed what was called the Populist Party, which is all the farmers and the and the workers getting together and saying, we need to run America according to the interests of all the people, just not not the, uh, the 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 money oligarchs who run Washington, right? That's uh, right. And, and, and so poor... I think, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Still the same today, Sarah. It's exactly the yeah. same issue today. Well, I, I think the, where you see the worst example of it right now is in Ukraine, where they're trying to fight down to the very last person for the sake of the Western empire. That's what's going on. Right. Well, it, yeah. it's kind of a question, but we don't need East or West. We don't need empires. We need people united across borders to take back power from those who would ruling and over us. They only rule because we're letting them. You know, that $64 million that was given to the Vatican to have that killer come to Canada and pretend he's sorry for something he isn't, um, that has to be reclaimed. So I say to people now, we're going to actually hold some... Uh, actions where we knock on the door of parliament present them a bill for 64 million dollars and say if you don't pay us back we're going to start seizing federal facilities and and people are the native people are already doing that that we work with they're already seizing crown land and that to pay back the people for how we're being continually ripped off right well and people are scared though i mean you you know most people are scared to do anything i mean we know that they're actually using these funds to do incredible evil but nobody knows what to do and they're afraid to do things. Now you said that China actually shut down your assemblies. How do we get it so that they actually respect our right in, you know, they, they expect you to dot every I cross every T and if there's anything wrong, they'll nail you and they'll make stuff up so they can nail you. So how do we get it so that they respect our right as human beings to govern ourselves? Well, they never will. Because us governing ourselves is uh, cost them money, it it cost them power and control, and that's all they live for. Their system is set up that way. I mean, here's the thing: I've seen pictures of Jorge Bergoglio when he was a kid. He seemed like a really nice kid, right? As a young priest and everything, innocent. But you get into the system, and it changes you. 
and it's kind of like this this weird thing where it takes over your mind there's and and you identify with the system so much you literally don't see anymore the fact that you're in a big machine that's killing a lot of people because you're cozy on the inside of the machine right so the point is is that people have to detach especially their children at a young age, get them out of the system and build something different. Stop worrying about these people. I, you know, as much as we're talking about them today, ultimately they don't matter. They're just people. Um, they are just people. This, right, right. And uh, the little guy behind the big mask. And you walk yes. away from it and boom, they're just people again. They have no power. I, I've seen that happen at, when we occupy the churches. And we, you know, we weren't afraid of the police when they showed up. We tried to teach them stuff, educate them, involve them, deputize them to help us. All of that. We have the high ground. We keep the high ground and, and appeal to the people. And we're, we're unbeatable. But it's like the sleeping giant, right? We've got to awaken that, light a, a brush fire of liberty in their mind to awaken them to the power we all have. Right. Well, and I agree with you. I see the courage that you have. I don't see that kind of courage elsewhere. How do we get people to have your level of courage so that we can move forward? I know that um, that you're trying really hard to do that, but how do we get more people to have this courage and realize this is the truth? Because they're they're afraid. They don't believe it. A lot of people don't believe it. And so I guess you got to move on from those people. But the people who do believe it, how do we get them to have the courage to do something? If you had have seen me 30 years ago, you wouldn't have seen this courageous man. Uh, I had had a lot taken from me. I had to go through a lot. But there was a thing in me that was stubborn that said, why should I let these killers win? Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted to hold on to my family and my kids, but I couldn't. And that stripping of me of those things gave me. You know, it's kind of like what Sun Tzu says in The Art of War. Never back your enemy into a corner because then they they become stronger and unbeatable because they know that they have no options but to fight. When That's I had all right. my options, I had all my options stripped away. So I said, like the native homeless native folks who used to come and help us occupy churches, they didn't care about the police. They're beaten up by the cops all the time. What did they have to lose by occupying the church, right? If you've got to get past people, get them to go past their own sense of what might I lose to... I have to go for this because my children's lives are on the line. And it, it's, it's, it's an accumulative thing. If you don't give up, you find the courage. It's as simple. If you don't give up, the courage will come. You can't just implant courage. It arises naturally like grass growing up if you keep fighting the system. You know, the, the, the system like it just did now, paying $64 million to have the killer come to Canada. Um, you know, that radicalize and open people's eyes a lot more than me talking about it ever would, right? So yep. it's not a matter of teaching, but people find things out for themselves, but only when their backs are to the wall and, um, and they don't stop. That's the biggest problem. People will join our movement and then boom, they're, they've dropped out after a month. Well, what have they learned? What have they grown? They can't. You've got to stay at this, right? Yeah. Well, and I think the COVID stuff has helped people realize they are trying to kill us. And this is only going to get worse. And, um, you know, as people are starting to drop dead everywhere, we really do have a lot more people dying suddenly, the excess deaths, cancers, it's bad, and it's going to get worse. And so people have to realize they are very serious at killing us. And these aren't the type of people we want running our world, right? We want something different. We want them to not be part of this. Now, if they realize that Nazi Germany was the one that was running everything, not that Nazi Germany is, maybe a, a, a symbol, symbolically they are, 
um, then people would have a heck of a lot more courage because we've been educated on what actually occurred and we don't want that to happen here. But it's really not that much different, is it? No, it isn't. In fact, Nazi Germany was a direct creation of the Vatican. Um, the whole model of fascism was modeled by, by the Catholic Church. It was their ideal system. And so it's kind of morphed into what we have today. China and the Vatican, it's that corporate fascist system operating in the world. Um, but again, I mean, it's not so much a small group doing it to us because never nothing's ever done to us without our cooperation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's it, when you, I found this, that when you step back and realize we all cause this, this is a creation of all of us. Then you own it. Then you can say, okay, I caused it. I'm going to change it. But if you're always see yourself as a victim, how can you ever change anything? You say, oh, they're, they are going to do it to me again tomorrow. And so the natural response of people to that is to run and hide. Say, well, I'm going to hide so that they can't hurt me. That's exactly where they want people. Right. So but what when the the what opens the door is when you say, wait a minute, this is our creation. OK, so we have to know we have a responsibility to. And, and the more they beat you up, the more determined you become. I found that with people. You know, when you're hit hard enough, you don't run. You hit back. And that's just the natural human response to defend yourself. Right. Especially when your children are involved. Well, especially when your children are involved. But they, when they hit you, they educate you of what they're really about. Right. Education, you know, the old saying, the best education is a black eye. That's true. Not not an idea of what we should do, but bang, they've hit you. Right. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, this is real. Yeah. So, OK, let's talk about the Council for Inclus Inclusive Capitalism. It was something that was created by Rothschild uh, and um, the Vatican. And so they have pictures. I'll throw one up here of the Pope with uh, Rothschild. And a lot of people are saying this is actually the the doer arm of the w uh world economic forum that the world economic forum is kind of a joke i mean it's just a pr kind of situation but this is the one that's actually getting stuff done what do you think i mean I, we won't know until it gets farther into it but it sure kind of looks like it they're doing a lot of work smoke and mirrors i mean even the use of the word capitalism capitalism doesn't exist anymore any more than democracy does uh you have corporatism you don't have markets you don't have you know, they're appealing to the little guy with a corner store saying, oh, free enterprise, let's keep the system alive and make it more inclusive and democratic. It's a myth. The markets, the resources, the currencies are all controlled by single mega corporations that nobody has any control of. It's an elite. And it's like George Carlin said, it's, you're not in their club. <laughs> you know, it's their club. You're not in it. And that's the club they're going to hit you with. Um, and so we got to just look past the smoke and mirrors and the illusion to what is their real motive in doing this, right? And what are they? Like, know yourself and know your enemy and you won't win. But if you don't know who you're up against, right, you're, uh, you're doomed from the start in this battle. Now, do you think that China, when it came to the, uh, the jab, do you think that China was jabbing their own people just with the real stuff? Or have you looked into it a lot? The jab yeah i've read also much... i've read i've read different sources but i i ultimately don't trust the internet on this i try to go to the people who understand and know on the ground sure and oh yeah for, yeah fortunately over the years i i i've met a lot of people and made had a lot of contacts like that night of malta guy i mentioned the people in the canadian government people in china oh yeah i've got a you know who sent us information all the time and the way they show it is well um 90 percent of that whole thing um uh, uh, about COVID and that, it was PSYOPs. 
And uh, like I say to people, look, I've been walking around for two years without a mask, without distancing. Uh, well, yes. I see a ho- many different people. I'm in the prime category to get sick. 65 years old, bronchial asthma. I've never got a symptom in two years. So, um, you know, you have to really ask what is really happening with this whole thing. And I, a lot of people do ask that. I, I won't reiterate all that because, you you know, you've heard it. But um, well, I found I sent you a picture of uh, a coin. We got this from our one of our Vatican sources. The, the Vatican is minting a new euro coin, 20 euro coin, and it shows a child having needles shoved in their arm. Oh, geez. <laughs> this is a euro coin Vatican is putting out because the Vatican has over $9.6 billion invested in big pharma. And then all the, so naturally all the church signs say, get your shot. Of course, it's going to help them financially uh, to do that. But I mean, again, follow the money. It's the old adage. You just follow the money and that illuminates a lot, right? Well, but see, I don't think it's just money. I think these guys are, there's a uh, depopulation agenda based on the fact that how many people are dying from this crap. So I was just curious as to whether um, they, China is in on it or if they're protecting their own people because they didn't take the same jabs that the rest of the people took. They don't have people except themselves. There's, you know, you see, these folks were cattle. We're literally at the level of cattle. And we're being farmed and harvested. Whether the, the Chinese elites have more in common with the American and the Vatican and all that than any of their own people. The, and nations like religions are designed to just divide the masses of people so they can be harvested and killed. I mean, it. So it no, they they don't care any more for people in China than the, anywhere else. But I mean, the point is that uh, you know we have to be looking not at them, but ourselves and what we do. And it's, it's Sarah, I'm telling you, it's, it's a really hard task. I just had another experience in Southern Ontario. We had a whole network of people signed up. They were forming assemblies. And then for some reason, they all back off. Boom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that happens so often in this work that, you know, it's deliberate. You know, there's, there's stuff going on. Um, but it, it's also people sabotaging themselves because they get to a point, they look over the brink and they say, do I really want to risk? Because they're all still thinking me until we develop that we, right? Yes, and, yeah. and, and, you know, my dad was in the Korean war and he said, um, cause he's American. And as a young boy, he said, like, the first thing you learn in a foxhole is everybody, when you're a new recruit, you want to fight without getting hurt. So you keep ducked down all the time because you don't want to get hurt. That's kind of like where, where people are at now. But then you lose that and you realize to defend your buddies, to fight, to survive, you've got to fight and stop worrying about what's going to happen to you. That's how people can charge into, into all this lead coming at you is because they've overcome that fear of what might happen to me. And we've got to get to that point and then we can start fighting. And once we do, their, their system is, is, is finished because we are the majority. We can stop it tomorrow if we had that courage and that unity, right? Yeah, once you stop worrying about yourself and you start worrying about others, then right. things are going to start happening. I agree with that. So, okay, so uh, how are we going to start seeing what the ramifications are? I know we're starting to, but give some ideas on how people can start seeing what this agreement that the Pope put together with three quarters of a trillion dollars, which is a lot of money, how will, what will be some of the indications on the ground that we'll see that this money's being put to use? Oh, well, you won't see it because it's buying up a lot. Like, you know, the Seattle um, port 
San Francisco port. They're all essentially owned like Vancouver and Prince Rupert in Canada. They're essentially owned by China now. They take over the ports and the road networks, uh, you know, the airlines, all of that quietly being bought up by China. And if you do enough digging, you'll find that that's true. And um, so, yeah, it's kind of an invisible takeover, but there's also soldiers and uh, they, they airlifted troops in for the uh, meeting Bergoglio had with uh, with the Chinese PetroChina and the other Chinese government people, because the U.S. government has allowed China to station uh, their their ships off the Aleutian Islands, all up and down the northwest coast of Alaska and B.C. The Chinese Navy operates within territorial limits, and that we've filmed Chinese troops on Vancouver Island. Uh, you know, so I mean you'll see more and more of an encroachment, but again, most of it is invisible off the radar. Uh, until you do a thing like, um, twice now, I've done uh, interviews on public radio on the West Coast, and whenever I mention China, boom, the interview ends. They have an order oh, wow. not to let anything. No, it happened at KPFA Radio in Berkeley, where I had been a long time uh, friend, a guy called Dennis Bernstein, had me on his show for almost 10 years. He even interviewed me when I was doing the action in Rome in 2009. Uh, about five months ago, I was on a show. I just mentioned the Chinese takeover of the West Coast, and he goes, well, Kevin, I think we're going to have to wrap this up now. Thanks very much. And boom, I was off the air. So and he was, was told, he was probably told, you cannot talk about it. You need to wrap it up. Because he, I wouldn't think, I mean, he knew you were going to talk about some of that stuff. We were, we, were, we were friends. KPFA Radio is the oldest public radio station in America. It goes back to right after World War II. Uh, very famous, very on the ground, always supportive of me. I mentioned China, bang, end of relationship like that. You know, it, it, it's it's so blatant now. Uh, and that indicates, I mean, why would he do that otherwise, unless they were having their strings? Did you ask China. him? So yeah, that was something I would say, why did you do this? I would ask just because. I I would... I and then what did he say? He didn't ever answer me. I wrote him emails. Oh. I left him phone messages. He's not here right now. Couldn't get a hold of him. Just black that's right really too bad well, see now this is the stuff that i've been trying to tell people because we have a woman lisa temple who i just aired the show that right. yesterday and there's people yeah. in the system that i know could help her they just yeah. trumped up charges all bs she might die if she doesn't get bail i got i'm going to update people if i get an update before this airs i'll let people know but i you know i'm trying to tell people in the system you know you can make a difference do what's right because at the end of the day, you're going to be judged by your maker or by what, you know, karma or something. I don't know what you believe in, but there, there's a universal order and that's going to affect you. Right. And be as, uh, as Jesus said, be as wise as a serpent when you do this, because when you go up as an individual against the system, you can get nailed very easily. Uh, she likely from what I was reading of the stuff you sent me about her, she likely stumbled across the child trafficking networks in some way. Uh, well, they did, make yes. Yeah, well, that, they then make examples of individuals, except when you have enough backing. And if your story goes all over the world and they their people start protesting in Ireland on her behalf, then they'll ease off a bit. But if you're alone, just trying to fight them by by as one person, uh, you know, it's very limited what you can do. And they, they like I say, they like to throw people like that in prison and scare everybody else. Yeah, make an example out of you. But if, if and this is where I'm hoping, is that it's such a bad PR move for them to do something so obviously blatant, where the whole world starts to see you do something that is 
um, is just awful, right? I mean, they people know that you set it up, you're full of crap. She was helping innocent people, and now you're setting up a blatant, um, you're just blatantly setting an innocent person up who helped a lot of people. The PR behind that is really bad. And so that's why we have to make sure they know that. Um, right. And there well, are good people forget, in the system. Go ahead. They don't worry about PR because they control it. Uh, and and they, so people are upset at them. What's the effect on them? They ultimately don't really worry about that much unless it's they're getting the order to to back off because there's you, don't forget there's things going on that we never see. A lot of what goes on, we never can see or understand even. So you kind of have to kind of interpret indirectly from what happens. But each each situation is different, and the important thing is that the, the one thing that um, never fails is if you don't give up. And I guess my life's an example of that, right? Of we all think in terms of three minutes, three hour, three day achievement, right? Um, and if you can't get a result, people fall away. Well, the, the results only happen after years and years of struggle and learning and growing in courage and knowledge. That's how you make a veteran. That's And veterans tend to win battles, not raw recruits, right? Well, but see, yeah, that's true because they have the experience. But wouldn't you think that they care about the PR because they care what the average person thinks? Because if the if they lose the heart and soul of the average person, they're yep. screwed. That's true. That's that, that's a factor, but it isn't ultimately the main factor because don't forget these people literally think they're God, and they can't. Yeah, be they have They're they're psychopathic, and so you have to right. work on that level. Well, the system is psychopathic. You know it. It allows the people who climb to the top of any corporate structure are the most ruthless, the, the least human, yeah. and, and everybody else is expected to be the same way in the hierarchy, right? So, I mean, that's, that's why you never listen to the people at the quote top, because they're the craziest and the most ruthless, right? That is just true. It's just so crazy because it, 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 yeah, you're right. Okay. So anything else you want to say to us before we end this just really fascinating discussion? Well, like I say, uh, you know, this has helped us. The whole uh, Roman emperor's visit to Canada has really helped us because a lot more people are waking up now and, and contacting us and saying, what do we do? So we're going to be having, uh, um, I urge people this Sunday to tune into our show because we're going to go into more details about what you can do. That's Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, bbsradio.com slash who we stand. And uh, then the next day, there's going to be a global announcement about the in the wake of the visit, what people can do. For one thing, uh, we're ramping up training for people who are going to re be reclaiming church properties, going to be going in and seizing, based on what our native That's allies right. have been doing already, seizing Catholic church property uh, in reparations for genocide, um, and also ways that we can um, help people who are themselves being targeted. Uh, and so we're going to kind of revive this whole campaign about church occupations and everything hold back your taxes all the more reason now people were saying this is proving why you need republic assemblies you've got to that's the only way you're going to be able to withhold taxes from the vatican the government and its corp, you know criminal allies keep the money in your community but you're going to be kind of organized and trained how to do that so we say contact our um, republic national council at protonmail.com and we can help people do that anywhere in the world. We have a conference call this Saturday with people in nine countries, including from America, who are sharing across borders how we can work together, build up our, our strength, and 
maintain our common law republic traditions. So all of that's going on and uh, just urge people to, you know, get involved and carry that on because it's a way we, we are going to have any kind of future, right? Okay, well, let me ask you, are there a lot of people who are um, starting to contact you? Because uh, I've been trying to get people to work together, you know, unite, work together. Are there people in the movement that you see who's been activists who are saying, yes, we need to work together? You know, maybe like um, some of the people who've been really fighting for the healthcare freedom and, and, and people around the world. Is there anybody that you can tell me who you're working with that, you know, where you're starting to team up? Well, I don't want to say publicly, I can tell you, you know, give you connections in that off offline. But uh, yeah, I can tell you that the general tendency is people with any any campaign or struggle are so overwhelmed. There's just so much to do that they got they get cut up, like I say, in looking at that one scale of the dragon and, and not looking at the bigger picture. What we need now is like people have lost vision about the bigger picture and what we want, what we're aiming for, not what the problem is. Because we all know what the problems are. We experience them every day. But some, uh, not even solutions, because solutions develop as you go, but a vision of the kind of society we want, you know, and how we get there. Um, and I see that as the thing most lacking. And that prevents people from working together. Because we don't, if you don't share that common vision, how can you, can you work together day by day? So, I mean, I think that's, that's lacking. And there's also uh, um, just... Of, of kind of a confusion level now, which I think is very much related to looking too much at the internet, because 90% of it on there is distraction and psychological warfare. And I, I agree I with think, you. Yeah, and so we got to get back to just sitting face to face in our meetings and our communities and asking ourselves, look, how do we get do it, just do one thing together that's going to build our confidence and hope? That's why we really urge people to form these republic cells and then assemblies, because meet regularly that's the important thing we've got to build up a, a counter motion against what this black hole we're all being sucked down right yes you're right okay well good yeah because i i'm starting to really question a lot of the stuff on the internet and i have the same problem and there's a lot of clickbait that sounds great and gives people hope but i think when you get hope from just watching somebody talk on the internet that might not, that's kind of false hope. You need to get hope because you're actually seeing action at play. That's right. Uh, and, and, and you don't get that by watching something passively. You, you, you know, that I find that one moment of experience uh, is better than a hundred hours abstractly, you know, reading something or, or hearing somebody else speak because it doesn't uh, enter the, uh, our, our deep memory and, and consciousness when you're just hearing about it, you've got to have an experience together. You know, uh, when, when we used to do those church occupations, these are the most crushed people in the world, homeless Aboriginal people, yet they were, they were happy, they were singing, they were laughing after because we had done something together. We hadn't talked about it. We'd occupied their church and we had overcome, they had overcome their fear of that institution. That was far more, you know, that shook up the system a hell of a lot more than any amount of workshops or talking about what we should be doing. Right. Yeah. Um, the next week, the government that right after those church occupations started, the government started making noises about quote apologies. And that's not an accident because we struck them where they were weak. And that's what you always do. You know? Yeah. You strike them where they're weak. But I, I, I also think that they, anytime they think that their weakness, I do think that they care a lot about PR, not because they, I mean, they know that if the tide turns, they're screwed. 
And so I do think they care a lot about PR. Yeah, that's why they control the uh, the internet and that uh, is why. All, all, all the media. And that's why we have to be our own media on this. And it doesn't mean you have to reach a lot of people. It's never about numbers. It's reaching it's about quality of the people you're with. I mean, one or two people who are determined and never get up are worth, never give up, are worth a hundred who talk about it and never do anything, right? Or a thousand or a million. You're right, right. for sure. Okay, well, excellent, Kevin. How do people reach you and um, support what you're doing and get involved? More importantly, that's what we're talking about. Angelfire101 at protonmail.com is my email. Um, murderbydecree.com, republicofcanada.org. You can see if you go to republicofcanada.org under breaking news on Monday and then beyond, there'll be more updates, uh, broadcasts about our actions, about the follow-up to, uh, you know, Bergoglio's obscene visit. Yeah. Uh, and then the follow-up that's going to happen in terms of our campaigns to push back the, the whole uh, China corporate Vatican invasion. Excellent. And then people can also talk to you about working together, uniting across the world to create some networks so that we can make this happen, because this is a worldwide fight that we're in. Right. That's why we're forming on this Saturday. We call it the Republic Alliance. We have people in uh, America, Canada, Ireland, England, France, Holland, Italy, Greece, um, Australia, New Zealand. We're all going to be talking about how we work together and and the work we're doing already, because, uh, for example, in Holland, they just announced last week uh, they met and they declared independence from the king, from the parliament, uh, the whole system in, in the yeah. Holland. They've set up the, they've set up their own republic in the Netherlands, and they're they're directly working with us now. So that's it's beginning to build, and that's it's being caused by these these crimes and and the the very actions of the of the system against us is actually helping us. Right. Yes, so. it is. People are waking up because of that. Now, can people join that meeting? Is there any restriction like they have to, can, can you get, you know, can they just join and see what's going on? Or do you have to actually um, sign up? How, how, how can people join? Well, these are representatives of groups that already exist. So uh, if you're interested, write to Republic National Council at protonmail.com. And they'll send you information about what the Republic Alliance is. And if you're in a country where there's already a group, you can join them. Or as individuals, this stuff will be broadcast eventually. But this meeting on Saturday is kind of a planning meeting, organizing meeting for the for the people actually involved in the groups. But beyond that, we're going to be doing, as we do with all our other work, be doing educationals and public events and that. So you can definitely get involved in all of that. Okay, excellent. Because people are just, they feel they really want to get involved. They just don't know what to do. A lot of people. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Kevin, so much for joining us today. I really appreciate everything that you're doing. Anytime, Sarah. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too.